0: How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Weekend Variety Show for Sunday, November the 14th. Hello, my friends. Hope you're having a great weekend, as always. And today, I want to talk to you about my recent experiences playing a game you might have heard of called Tabletop Simulator. Now, you might recall uh, about six months ago, I did a weekend show where I talked about finding other hobbies besides video games. And one of the big reasons why I created that episode was because I was starting to get very interested in board games. Now, of course, it was COVID at the time, and we were also away for school, so we didn't really have the opportunity to play board games with anybody. And then when I moved to our hometown and my friends were around, I didn't want to buy any board games because we were going to be moving soon, and the less possessions, the better. And so that left me with one option, which was Tabletop Simulator. Well, not one option. There's other options to play board games, but this was the option I chose. And so my friend Kato Sepp and I, every single week we have this weekly stand-up, hello Kato if you're listening, where we just play board games on tabletop sim. And I've got to say, it's one of the highlights of my week. When it comes to gaming, there's nothing that I look forward to more than the few hours that we get every week just playing a game. And I've been trying to think about why that is. What is it about board games that is so much more exciting to me? What is it about this experience that elevates itself amongst everything else? And I think it's really that just Tabletop Simulator has enabled a level of tactility, is that a word? And camaraderie that you don't really get with a video game, if that makes sense. Because with Tabletop Sim, you have to literally move all the pieces around on the board. You have to learn the rules of the game. You can't just jump in and have a tutorial. It's a little janky, and I think that entire process and the environment that you're that you're playing the game in really lends to feeling like you're actually in the room with somebody. And obviously, you're not, and it's not quite as immersive as something like VR. But I think what I've realized is that this moment where I get to feel like I'm in the room with somebody else when I haven't really been in the same room as other people doing this kind of thing in a long time Video games made that happen for me, even if it's not necessarily video games that I'm playing. It's a board game through a video game. Although you could argue whether or not it's actually a video game. I think we just think of it that way because we're playing it through Steam. In reality, if it was just a separate program, then it would be a a simulator, right? But anyway, I just thought it was very interesting to reflect on the fact that if Kato and I were just playing a regular game, we would have a lot of fun, I'm sure. But I think board games really bring it to, to, to the next level. And so I'm really happy that Tabletop Sim exists. For those of you who have played board games, there's a few that we really love. Of course, there's just two of us, so we mostly play games designed for two people. Uh, But recently, we've been playing Azul and Patchwork. We played a little bit of Marvel's Champions. And then there's also a game called Unmatched. All of those games are, I would say, very good if you're looking for recommendations. Although, if you're in the board game scene, you've probably heard of all of those. I think that's the other thing about Tabletop Sim, which is very exciting to me, is there's so much variety... And once you finish with one game, you can just kind of immediately pivot to the next, right? If you're playing like Borderlands 2, which is something we were playing pre-pandemic, that's all you play. You just play Borderlands. And then next time you pick up the game, you play Borderlands again. Whereas when you're playing a board game, the sessions are shorter. And typically when the session is done, you move on to a different game. Not always, but typically. And so you get to be exposed to way more stuff. I think that's one of the things that I really dislike about video games, especially if they're too long, is that I don't get to experience more of them, right? A developer puts out a 50 to 100 hour experience and they expect me to play that. And I go, eh, I'd rather not. I'd rather play 10 games that are five hours long. I said this in the after show recently, but I've never said, man, I wish this game was longer. I've only ever said, I I wish this game was shorter. And I'm sure there's many of you listening who are not like me, but I'm sure there's many of you listening who are like me. And with board games, that is really what enables me to have that, that shorter mentality, if you will. Or the itch to try a lot of different things. So, hey, I'm sorry this kind of turned into a discussion about board games as opposed to tabletop sim itself, but I think this is exactly what video games are great for. There's so many different things you can do with it. There's so many different ways of playing and ways of extracting enjoyment out of it. And ultimately, that's what we're all here for. We're here to have fun with video games and to celebrate all the, all the tremendous stuff that can come from it, right? And Tabletop Sim is certainly up there as, as one of my highlights. If you can consider it a game, it would be one of my favorite games of all time. <laughs> okay, my friends, that's all for today. Thanks so much. I will be back with the news tomorrow, as I always am, every Monday to Friday. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. TGO After Show, hello and welcome. I know I've talked about Tabletop Sim on the After Show quite a bit, but the main show audience had not heard it in a long time, and I mean, I've been playing every week for months, so I figured I should talk about it at some point. Honestly, I love it as well because, of course, all of these board games are free through Tabletop Sim. It's it's in the Steam Workshop. It's user-created stuff. And I think some board game creators have, like, done some copyright strike stuff, justifiably. I think I think technically there is an avenue for them to take that stuff down, but a lot of board game creators let it stay up there because people will play these games on tabletop sim and then buy them in real life because now they know how it plays. And that's exactly me. Like, I I can't buy a board game right now. I cannot. There's no justification for it whatsoever. However, in 10 years when I'm ready to buy a board game or whenever it is, 5, 10 years, I'm going to have like a suite of board games that I'm ready to purchase and I never would have bought them had I not played them, you know? I mean, maybe I would have based on community goodwill and what the cover looked like or whatever. But ultimately, it was a, it was a net benefit for many of these publishers to have their game on Steam Workshop because people will test it out and then be able to buy it in real life. Because ultimately, games are always better in real life for the board games. It's not, it's not like you're playing tabletop sim and you're like, oh yeah, the ultimate board game experience, like... It's obviously limited in many ways. The other thing I've seen publishers do is they will put up like an official version of the board game and either you can purchase that official version as a DLC to the the tabletop sim, which is very smart, right? If you want to play the board game through tabletop, then you you buy like a $20 DLC and it's not even like a janky fan-made thing. It's official. That's pretty cool. But then the other thing that they will do is they will put up a like trial version of the game, which is substantial enough, maybe like the base game without the expansions or something like that. And it's, it'll be super well done. And they'll say, Hey, here it is. I will give it out to you for free on tabletop, but please do not make like a fan version of this with all of the expansions or with all of the extra stuff. And then that's the stuff that they will copyright strike. You know, if if somebody else makes a version of it that has more content than they're willing to share. I'm also super cool with that because usually they're very generous about it. I mentioned a, I mentioned a game there called Unmatched. It's a very good game. It's a, it's typically a 1v1 fighting game where you have tokens on a board or miniatures on a board. You maneuver around a, a, a map and it's a card game. So you you attack or defend with cards in your hand. Very, very good game. And they have tons of characters. They've, they have like over a dozen characters through the various expansions. And they actually put up, like, the base game plus a few expansions into this Steam Workshop free thing. And then there's a bunch of expansions that aren't there. There's a Jurassic World expansion, I think, or dinosaurs or something. There's Beowulf, you know, a bunch of iconic iconic people that that people want to play as. And what they say is, hey, please, please do not, like, upload this into the game, you know, (laughs) so that other people can download it. And I think that's perfectly reasonable because... We have gotten dozens of hours of entertainment out of the unmatched board game through tabletop through the official Steam Workshop. So I don't know. It kind of reminds me of like video game publishers who will take down videos that content creators make. I mean, okay, it's a little different. The relationship is a little different. But if you just go scorched earth and you're like, no, this cannot exist on this platform. Nobody shall play it. Screw you. Well, then nobody's going to buy your game. Well, okay, maybe some people will but you're kind of limiting the exposure of your game. And especially like both video games and board games are so competitive in the market. I think board games, especially, people are only going to buy so many of them in a year. And if somebody has to choose between the game that they tested and the game that they haven't tested, which one do you think they're going to go with? Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for hearing me ramble about board games once again. It's been a while. You remember back when I first got into it, it's all I would talk about. I haven't talked about it so much, but that's just because I've, I've accepted that I have to kind of limit myself to the once a week I play with Kato. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Okay, ciao.